As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to another episode of Leonard Malting. It's our beer movie podcast, beer-centric movies, handled by me, your host, Ben Rice, and my co-hosts, Paulina Olivares. Hola. And Corky McDonald. Bonjour. All right. Uh, I did forget to say that you, I'm out of the game. I don't know what I'm doing. I did forget to say <laughs> Pink Boot Society, Dare Daniel. Look, I need to give you guys credibility in this podcast world. Otherwise, it's just three assholes talking about a movie. So, uh, obviously, everybody knows what the Pink Boot Society is. Everybody knows what Dare Daniel is. So, we all know Corky with the Pink Boot Society, Paulina with Dare Daniel. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're nailing it, Ben. We've been doing some kind of, oh, that does have beer in it movies um, and Smoking the Bandit, which mentioned beer <laughs> a number of times. But this time, we're giving the audience what it wants. We heard the call. Uh, we got the emails. We got the DMs. Um, none of those existed, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I got DMs, actually. Oh, perfect. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, great. We did get the DMs. We did get the emails. We got the call. We're hearing you. We hear you. We appreciate you. You're hearing us. We're talking about the 2006 cinematic classic, Broken Lizards, Beer Fest. An American classic. A German classic as well. It's an international sensation. There are two Oscar award winning actresses. There's some good people in this. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. And like a ton of great character actors. Like it's actually a stellar cast. It's kind of incredible who they got to say, yeah, I'll do this thing. <laughs> I mean, can we kind of start with the downer of like RIP Cloris Leachman? Hey, yeah. Frau Bruca. R.I.P. Close. Great Grand Gam no longer with us. And of course, the head of the household. So, gets top billing in my book. She's the head of the Wolf House. But uh, since we're talking about Beer Fest, we all decided to go out and get some Fest beers because this is a beer and movie, beer movie podcast. Paulina has Das Boot. I'm yes. going to try not to chug it and get it all over my face, but I can't make any promises. Paulina is actually drinking out of a glass boot, while as I am just drinking out of a boot I found in an alley behind my place. <laughs> <laughs> what size is it? 
a woman size seven. Oh, it's too big for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I've just got a classic Stein going. Ugh. What beers are you drinking? Oh, that's an important question. I have the Imperial Martin. Mm. Delicious. It's just a very classic, clean, caramelly, delicious beer. I'm drinking an Almanac Brewery Follow the Capricorn because for oh. some reason, I thought Capricorn was during October, but it is not. It is December to January. <laughs> I wasn't even close, I don't think. Oh. It's a sour, fruity beer. It's really good. Well, you got close. But, well, A for effort, you monster. <laughs> it's somehow tangentially related in a roundabout zodiac astrology way. I'm not going to force it. Okay. Uh, something about goats. I feel like there's a connection. Yeah. Yeah. This movie is the goat. Of being <laughs> oh, the ram's piss. The ram's there we piss. Go. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> I was thinking because they call people sheep fuckers. So oh, that's, that's yeah. 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 It's very classy <laughs> film. And then I have from Urban Roots, the Mellow Wood Fest Beer Oak Aged Fest Beer Lager. Delicious. Mm. It's uh, aged on wood, but still just only 5.9%. It's so good. I love that beer so much. Yeah, yeah, I've had that one. That is delicious. You're a glass. Your stein is filled to the brim. Yes, I thought you need a bigger sure. stein. I do. I, yeah, I thought this was going to be like a massive. It's been a long time since I've used it. I thought it was like way bigger than it is. I'm like, I'm going to need two beers for this one, and uh, turns out not even one. Doesn't even fit one 16 ounce can. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I've got like a baby dust boot. Like this fits the 16 ounce perfectly, um, and my hands can fit. I can hold it with one hand. A traditional dust boot, I can probably fit my whole foot in it and like yeah. wear it as a shoe. I've got a woman size seven uh, <laughs> Burlington get Coat Factory shoe here. Uh, <laughs> off-worn tastes like. I'm not sure if that's the sour beer or the sour of the foot that was in this boot. <laughs> but can I just say that today, like a little peek behind the podcast curtain, it's early February in Sacramento and it is unseasonably warm, sunshiny, beautiful. Today was a day I was like, I want a nice cold beer. Yes. And it, it's perfect on a day like today. I've been inside all day, but I too thought to myself, I would love a nice cold beer after using mm -hmm. my neti pot and cleaning out my sinuses. <laughs> was that a podcast prep thing? Oh, totally. You know, you do vocal stretches. Um, I don't know. Is that a thing? Uh, neti pot. And then you just shove some saline water up one nostril and then the other. Tastes delicious. <laughs> That's dual prep. She's not only cleaning her sinuses so she can smell and taste her beer better, but now she's going to be a better presenter of information for this action-packed, loaded with topical uh, information film. We'll call yes. it a film. Yes. Bring it home, Ben. High caliber. Shot by... Should we just get into it? I don't know what I'm doing. Get into it. Let's Boom. do it. Perfect. Let's Easy. go. Jay Chandrasekhar. Uh, Jay... <laughs> Fuck me. Okay. <laughs> Word. Can we two. get a neti pot for Ben's mouth. Yeah, I didn't do any of those warm ups. Jay, <laughs> Jay Chandrasekhar, whose name I can say any other time but now, uh, directed oh. this film and stars as Barry Bandernath. Uh, he does all the Broken Lizard movies. They're a comedy troupe. Uh, Club Dread, Slam and Salmon, and the one you probably didn't see. You know, Super Troopers too. So, and he's also directed a bunch of episodes like Arrested Development and things yeah. like that. So he's—I did not know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's like got a comedic eye. So there's like some side uh, guys in here. I look. Uh, 
Look, I'm trying not to start a fight immediately. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> well, you can. Like, he, he films comedies. Yeah. There we go. Is that a better way to that say that? That is true. <laughs> Factually correct. Arrested Development is masterfully written, and it doesn't really matter how you film it. It's a single camera show. You know what you're doing. These movies don't hold up. Broken Lizard movies don't hold up. Is that okay to say? Hold up to what? I guess I guess I I don't put Broken Lizard films on too high of a pedestal anyway, so I'm not expecting too much. The comedy is uh, the lowest of the low brow. But if we're talking Jay Chandrasekhar, I maybe it's cuz Mitch Hurwitz was so good on Arrested Development as as the show driving force and the and the actors and the comedic actors were so amazing. I think probably a lot of it was taken out of his hands and he was just there for camera. And this though, if he's trying to get a shot, it doesn't work. Like case in point, the scene where he is down on his luck comes in and uh, shows him that he's still got the goods for the, the that's supposed to be a good, like pulls you in to see this guy's talents scene. Right. And it's, it's chopped and edited. The eyelines don't match up. And nothing is impactful to me. It's just a bunch of reaction shots. It's almost Kevin Smithy. It's more reaction shot than actual action shot. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a film critic of any sort. And um, I last saw this when it came out when I was in high school. Uh-huh, so I yeah. came in thinking it was like, this is going to be like, pretty bad. Like, I remember thinking it was funny. I was like, oh, it's going to be bad. Some parts still made me laugh. But yeah. like, yeah. I was still like, okay, it's better than I expected it was going to be. That was my reaction mostly to it. It's fun. There's funny parts in it. They, I mean, they have they have some talent, but yeah. there's not a gross joke that they're gonna. Let, yeah, like we need to get that in here. Can we bring a callback to that gross joke? Like, oh, we certainly can. But can it be forced? Oh, we will force it in. We will <laughs> yes. jam it in there like a ping pong paddle into an anus. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> paddle right your, in. What's your first go to? Yep, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Not the handle. Um, okay, great. Not the <laughs> but uh, also with comedy movies, there's not a lot of great comedy film directors. It's kind of a the jokes are funny. the The way that we mm-hmm. film it doesn't need, really need to be this crazy, amazing directorial director of photography thing. Staging's like make sure it's lit properly. The joke works. I think is kind of how most comedy movies are filmed. If you think about it, there's not a lot of high class well-filmed comedy movies. Yeah, I think it's more about capturing the right moment. I mean, you get the guys like Tom Shadiak, uh, who who did like the Austin Powers movies and stuff. That's just turning a camera on and letting them get a bunch of takes out. And then you cobble together the funniest takes that make, that make you laugh. Ben Stiller does that a lot too. Mm-hmm. But I think Ben Stiller can capture a, a comedic moment better and has a better eye than say J. J. Chandrasekhar. Plus he's working with better talent. Yeah, and more money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we've already done one of the great comedy directors of all time, Edgar Wright. We already talked about World's End, so that's an unfair comparison. There's not a lot of Edgar Wrights in the world, so I'm not going to be mean to Jay Chandrasekhar any more than we need to be. The genre doesn't really demand a lot from you as a director. Yeah. Uh, this film, it's basically it's about uh, an underground beer drinking competition set at Oktoberfest in Germany, right? That's the premise of it. That's yeah. correct. Each each country has its own team. Yes. Which doesn't so, rotate, it seems like. The same guys. Oh, the same teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bring the same guys back next year. The ones that got last, bring them back next year. We'll do it again. We're not hiring new Germans for this. Yeah. Okay. We've, we've well, hired four character actors. 
if you bring new people in, they'll murder them. So I think that's kind of that's true. They're oh, real quick the with the murder. <laughs> yes. It doesn't it's just a look and you get murdered, which makes it seem weird that the Americans didn't get killed right away. Because it seems like they're like challenging, not they want to be involved and it turns out they might be related to the Germans, but in a yeah. in an unsavory way, and now they're enemies because of that. Yes. I don't know. It's yeah, they're like, Your name's Wolfhouse? We're Wolfhausen. Clearly, we are descendants of each other and must fight to the death. And every German character actor from every movie you've seen, like a big strapping German from every movie you've seen, is in this movie. And Jurgen Prochnow is in this. Yes. You want to talk, I mean, Das Boot is the movie he is fucking yes. known for. It was amazing in. Yeah. And he has and I'm that. Like, I don't like this being in here. I had a bad experience on one of these once. <laughs> 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 that's why it's like literally the reason they got him they're like let's see if we can get him and then by the way let's make a reference to it because that's well then they brought in some not high caliber comedian comedian actors that like did terrible german accents so like they yes. had like germans and then they had like will forte <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that one blonde. guy from from the dumb and dumber prequel forget his name is that eric christian olsen or yeah Nat that one. yeah yeah, yeah. I'm like I recognize oh, wow. their faces, yeah, I but I don't know the names. I had to look it up. I'm like, but I knew that's not true. I didn't know Will Forte because I still get Will Forte confused with the guy that's in Barry. I don't know. <laughs> oh, really? One. Like I'll never know the, the guy that's in Barry. Yeah, look Put some respect on Bill Hader's name. Thank you. That's the name. Yeah, that's who they I am. Don't right look now. anything alike. I know, but they they They're came white. up in SNL the same time, and That's I just true. never I could ne- they had they were always on the screen the same time. I just never disconnected them. Even though, yeah, Bill Hader's got the far better career. Barry is an incredible show. <laughs> Since you brought up racism, um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> and boy, because I, I was going to get to it, I, I bring that to every conversation I'm ever in. I, I feel like if you're not Jewish, can you call something anti-Semitism? Because there's a very broad Jewish character in this movie. Who? From a guy who I don't believe, I looked it up, I can't find that he's actually Jewish. I mean, to the point where he's wearing a yarmulke, he's a, he's a scientist, doctor, Finkel, jerks off frogs. Finkelman. Huh? Yeah. Jerks off frogs. <laughs> oh, see, that's what I'm saying. If we're going to shoehorn in the lowbrow humor, that that is just so shoehorned in. Like, it'll be a funny There's scene no that he's just masturbating a frog. a frog while we talk to him. He's like, yeah, I'm in. Let me Let me keep listening. I'm so used to jerking off frogs. That the sound of it will not bother me. What will bother you as you deliver information? God, we're funny. And then he smoked a cigarette. Yes. Just to like really. <laughs> even in the Wikipedia and Wikipedia, Broken Lizard is not responsible for, for the Wikipedia. But even in the Wikipedia, his character is described as Jewish scientist. <laughs> Fink, Finkelstein. I, I think you're allowed to call something anti-Semitism if you're not. I mean, like you can call out racism if, as a white person thinking another white person. You're like. You know, yeah, it just felt very like if you're not Jewish and you're yeah. going this far, making it making this character this. I mean, just the, the whole yacht wearing a yarmulke while he's at work and curling his hair because that guy doesn't have naturally curly hair and his whole nebbishy way. I was like, Ew, I feel kind of well, uh, Corky, they needed it so that they could have that denouement at the end, uh, you know, where he is uh, affected by the Germans. Yeah. And it's like, I'm going to take him down. Oh, he had what they call it the eye of the Jew. The, the eye of the Jew, the very 
cleverly written Eye of the Jew. Oh boy. Watch this guy be very, you know, devoutly uh, Jewish. <laughs> now I'm just I'm just being an asshole. I mean, he's but his, he's Argentinian and his name is Steve Carlos Lemmy. So, I couldn't find anything about it. Now I'm saying that, that doesn't could, that could be anything from being Jewish. There are Jewish Latinos. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> of course. Like it's a thing. Like now in who's Paraguay, being anti-Semitic, like, Corky. Now who's being anti-Latino? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Latinx <laughs> and also Argentina, where a bunch of Nazis moved after yeah. World War II. So yeah. it all ties together. Yeah. It does. And that's the thing about this movie. It all ties together. They really <laughs> say what ben, you want about it. You they are want... steering us back on track, man. Every time. I, I keep trying to pull us off. And I'm like, nope. Getting out of the skid. Yeah. They they find a spot for everything. And I, they doesn't did it need to be there in the first place? No. But they put it in there, so they're going to tie it up. But yeah, let's go back to the incredible amount of people that they got into this movie. Sorry. They got they got Cloris Leachman to do it. Uh, Jurgen Prochnow, they got him to do it. Uh, they got Monique in there. Monique needs work, so good. Love that. They got Donald Sutherland to come in and die <laughs> <laughs> while playing with a puppet and doing annoying voices and chugging oh beers. Oh, my God. And, and that's the, the first five minutes of this movie it t- lays it out. To them, chugging beer is inherently funny. Like there is something inherently funny about watching someone chug a beer because they have really close gulping shots. Don't suddenly chugs three in his death shot, and it's just and like slick and gross, yeah. <laughs> just dripping. His off eulogy of for himself. And uh, I think they missed an opportunity. I, every time I see Donald Sutherland, I feel like they should cast Kiefer Th- Sutherland as well to be somebody who's like, and he was not doing well. Your grandfather is dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was a snuff film they played at his funeral. That was a literal, like, because yeah. he committed yeah. suicide at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a night, Bobo. It's a good line. It's a good line. Yeah, it's good. It's good bit. It's good bit. I definitely heard that a lot when the movie came out because my initials are P.O. And, like, some people call me Po, Popo. So, oh. yeah. So I'm a little German doll that hides brewery recipes, apparently. Paulina, you saw this in high school. Did you see it in theaters or did you see it at home with a bunch of friends? I'm pretty sure I saw it at a friend's house. Okay. And Corky... Which I wasn't allowed to go to friend's houses a lot, so that's kind of shocking. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't have let you out. This is the worst movie you could possibly Mexican watch. Mexican parents. You're not allowed to leave the house. I mean, my mom still wants me to move back home. So. <laughs> <laughs> Corky, did you see this film in theaters or anything like no, that? No, I think I saw it really late one night on cable. Hmm. Uh, I think it's the, the best way to see it. Yeah, probably. I admit I chuckled. I always get this movie confused with that movie about ping pong tournaments, uh, Balls of Fury. Oh yeah, I never saw that one, but it's kind of that movie's actually pretty good. That's actually it's actually a good comedy. Yeah. Okay. I saw this in theaters, and then I bought it on DVD. Did everybody stand up and applaud after the movie was over? (laughs) No. Um, Fortunately, roses onto the screen. Yeah, I've only seen that happen in real life one time. And it was um, the Last Samurai. Really? And I was like, "Is it from this?" What? I don't know. Oh. It's a very strange experience because I did not care for that movie. I was like, I, he, "Like he's wearing his armor, and you guys like this?" I think that was probably for everybody just to applaud. Like we sat through this shit. Like, <laughs> give yeah. it up. You guys did this. Yeah. yeah. Holy God. My friend calls that the circle jerk theory. Um, and because they're like, nobody who needs to hear the applause is going to hear. That's only for you and yeah. your fellow movie yeah. patrons. 
And they don't want it. I never want to hear applause at the end of a movie. <laughs> like, we all saw the same thing, right? We all... Let us talk about it in the hallway like normal human beings. You don't need to be like, oh, yes. Excellent. Yeah, most perfect. Everybody get up and smash your hands together in a very vocal manner. And then everybody down yeah, it's weird. at the studio will know. We all enjoyed this film. They'll all know. <laughs> the applause meter, you know, yeah. gets higher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they got it flipped in. <laughs> There's some guy in the studio. Ah. Uh, Last Samurai's killing in Sacramento. That's great. <laughs> Roseville Century 14 comes in. Cruise as a samurai movies. <laughs> uh, even Last a Samurai. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's weird. So, how was your theater experience? Uh, I don't really remember. I feel like I walked out of the theater, and that was the end of that. I saw it. I was like, okay, I had some laughs. I'm going home. You bought the video afterward. You bought the yes. DVD. Yeah, I You're think a completist. Like, yeah, every bit of. Uh, yeah, I did consume. have Super Troopers, so and I did eventually get Slam and Salmon. So yeah, that might very well be what it was. Was my completionist tendencies? I I don't like Super Troopers as much as people like rave about that. Love one. I don't it. like it that much. They love yeah. it. It's a groundbreaking film uh, about <laughs> bad police defeating worse would it, police. Would it be considered copaganda? <laughs> well, I think they really play up cops are garbage. Yeah, they really play up cops are garbage. We're not even good cops. Like, we're lazy, we're stupid, we're irresponsible, and we stumbled into success because there's even worse cops in the world that we caught doing bad cop stuff. So I don't think so. I think this really paints a picture of cops being trash (laughs) the whole time. So they got Brian Cox for Super Troopers. Brian Cox Cox is an amazing actor. They got great actors in this. Um, who did they get for Slammin' Salmon? Michael Clark Duncan. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to play a retired boxer with a mental handicap. Who yes, that sounds about par for the course for these his, guys. That's how you get an Oscar. His nickname was the Slammin' Salmon. <clears throat> okay. So he opens a okay. seafood restaurant and it's failing. I've never seen this movie. <laughs> Don't. It's not. They got another one called like Baby Makers. What? Yeah, they've got at least in like 2016. No. Yeah, they come out with a movie like every five years. Yes, that's I, about right. I hadn't heard of the last three. Uh, Super Troopers 2, uh, crowdfunded, <laughs> Redux. Ooh, that's how you know it's good when it's crowdfunded after they were doing like major Hollywood releases. Yeah. They're like, well, Look, they uh, have the ending of this one or like, you know, coming soon or whatever the pot fest. Never happened. Never happened. Still time, apparently, according to the rule of Super Troopers 2, which I saw for free also in theaters when I got a, a press pass to it. Oh, someone's like, trying to humble brag. I'm like, oh, it's worse. <laughs> it's, like, oh, it's the same movie, but done worse with worse actors. Okay. Uh, recently on Dare Daniel, we watched The Jesus Rolls, which is... Um, a movie with that uh, John Turturro made where he brought back the Jesus character from Big Lebowski. But he also remade this French movie called uh, Going Places, um, which is about, it's a real misogynistic movie about two just drifters, scumbags rolling around trying to fuck women and stuff. And he remade that, but he, it was him and Bobby Cannavale, right? And it was just so out of place because it's like, you guys are in your 50s like almost 60s what are you doing rolling around trying to fuck chicks this kind of make reminds me of that like i was watching this and i'm like you guys should be like college students this would make being really good at quarters 
being really yeah. good at beer pong, it doesn't feel right for guys pushing 40, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would say that they point out that it's not natural. And they're like, we're out of practice. We're old men. We own businesses. We have wives. Like, it would be weird. But we're going to go find the best guy we ever met that did it. And he's like, I'm out the game. I don't know how to do it. I'm not, my shot's not there anymore. And we got to build it back up. Because it's no fun if you're like, we're already good at this. It's like, no, we got to get good at it again. Yeah, but it trained for a whole year. A whole, a whole year, Corky. Why are you? But it also it also starts, I mean, it opens with him sandbagging a, a, what turns out to be a priest. MC Ganey that he's good at quarters. So like this guy enters into underground drinking tournaments regardless. <laughs> True. It's a lifestyle. Are you saying it's on this movie's inconsistent in tone and character? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the, I'm not. Okay. Fess up. Look, the logic line I'm drawing. It's weird to hold this movie to a logic line. Look, I don't think you need that. What you need to know is that a priest swearing and drinking is funny. Okay. Yeah. That's what you need to beer. know. That's what that scene's about. It's funny that a priest would swear and drink. And threaten and people and have fun. Try to murder people. Yeah. yeah, that's what's funny. I, I'm okay. Uh, I'm, I've been shitting on this movie a lot, but I'm okay with the kind of comedy like that leans into the bit, like the part where Pandemonium's going wild when they first go to beer fest. The girls' tops are getting ripped off and stuff, and then some guys just walking around going hot cheese, hot <laughs> cheese soup. Like that's okay. We're leaning into the bit. We know where this is going. What's yeah. going to happen? But then you get some really crappy CGI soup flying through the air. And it just makes it just turns into a, you know, kind of effeminate man joke. The build makes sense. And then when it actually happens, you're like, none of this makes sense. Like it, the guy that's swinging exactly... around that hammer, just swinging. And then he knocks the knob off the, the, yeah. the keg. It's like, come on. Like, why do you have to swing that long? Why couldn't it just been a quick turn and smashes it? Why is it got to spin for like 38 seconds <laughs> and break oh, the God, spin? Yeah. Like everybody's stumbling and slipping in just the right direction. Just, just let it be pandemonium. You that, and that's, it. I think, I think that's a perfect, symbol similar or metaphor for this movie is that it's it's a, a good idea or i can see the comedy and the idea and the setup but it doesn't pay off there's no really killer jokes like what's the what's the great takeaway laugh from this movie uh oh well there's a good one when they're in germany and uh one of the germans says kill me do it now kill me what are you waiting for it's a great predator quote that is repurposed for well, this film good. yeah that was pretty good. But Schwarzenegger's Austrian and not even German, so like yeah, right. Fuck. The joke doesn't. Okay, even... I'm about to. <laughs> Broken lizard, we're fact checking you all over the place. Okay, my favorite one. Everybody has that. Everybody knows the classic. Uh, if you got a, what's a ZJ? If you got to ask, you can't afford it. Everybody knows that classic line. But the best line is as he's walking away when he says, "Move along, then I've got a mouth to feed." That. <laughs> That's a good line. <laughs> There's a lot of good subtle, like the ones that aren't supposed to be funny are like the funnier parts, I think. Yeah. Like what? Like that line. Like, you okay. know, <laughs> like that. a little offhand, like yeah. gotcha. I'm trying to think of other examples, but the you exit, know, just the, kind the, of the little things. Yeah. The exit lines, the quick intro lines, but like the actual, like we're going to set up a joke and tell a joke. It's like, man, that wasn't really worth it, you know? Yeah. But like the little subtle ones that are just kind of throwaway lines, not bad. Or there was the part where he like. They, I think it was maybe, was it after the first night when they all got really drunk and um, he wakes up next to like the dead deer that's all chewed up and he's blood and he's like, <laughs> naked, like not again. <laughs> you know why that was funny to me. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah. <laughs> 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Of course, he directed. He's like, I'm gonna give myself all the best lines. I've got the I've got the most fleshed out character. That's uh, why he got to have sex with Monique. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're like, it's gonna be a hot chick. Oh yeah, it's a hot chick, but he's drunk and it's really Monique. That's the joke. Ha <laughs> ha. He had sex with a fat woman. Ha ha ha. But then he knew the whole time. Uh, take that audience. You thought you thought we were making a fat joke. We were not. We were making a drunk Did joke. The old dipsy doodle on him. Yep. And I, I'm like, yeah, you should have the honor of having sex with Monique. That would be an honor. That's right. You you know what's going on, Barry Bandernath. Before she got blackballed after her Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> what was up with the nicknames? Like everybody's, it would have their name and then their nickname. And then Barry's was just his name. Barry Bandernath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's all they, they always call him that. They're just like Barry Bandernath, Barry Bandernath, Barry Bandernath. And then like. He's even got his friend that he, the silo, uh, is also, everybody has nicknames but Barry. Yeah. You know, when you're just too legendary to need a nickname, you're just like the guy. Do, don't, do I know that? I live that. I mean, come on. Nobody nicks. I've been nicknamed myself, though. I've taken the hammer. That's what I'm calling myself now. <laughs> everybody, I'm trying to get that started. Oh, yeah. Spread what's, the word. What's the, uh, where's the root from that? What, what's going on? Uh, I'm into carpentry. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> I wear MC Hammer pants while I do it. So I have seen your work. It is very good. Yeah. Thank you very much. The the pants or the or the carpentry? I haven't seen your pants. Mm. Looking forward to it. I'm making my next thing I'm making is a pants rack. So <laughs> you'll see the combo. <laughs> like all the hammer pants? Yes, it's the the all of them hanging. And then I don't know if you know this about hammer pants, there's a lot of material. You gotta stretch it out mm -hmm. so it properly pleats up. Do yeah. you have to iron them? <laughs> you don't use an iron on hammer pants. <laughs> the forge. <laughs> a hot forge. Please don't insult us. It's not enough heat. I, tie that back to beer fest, Ben. <laughs> oh, don't mind if I do. So you may have noticed that a lot of people lost their pants in this movie, uh, which is a fact I made up to get out of this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm surprised. The Fear Fest, like all the games they had, like the random ones, they didn't have Hammerschlagen, which I recently found out is like owned by uh, some brewery owns the rights to Hammerschlagen. Have you played? I don't there's know. A what nail that is. That's my new nickname, the Hammerschlagen. Hammerschlagen. Yeah. yeah. Um. So there's like a nail and a piece, like a stump, and um, you try to hit it in in your first try. So obviously most people can't like get it all the way down. And you go in a circle, and so whoever gets their nail in all the way in first wins. So at drinking, it gets like you're just okay. hitting the stump, you know? You're, just you're like missing. That stump. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I played once at uh, Sierra Nevada Beer Camp. Okay. Wait, you, they have beer camps? Oh, yes. yeah. They had, they had human hungry, hungry hippos. 
Oh, wait, what? He had a human foosball. Wait, this that's is just soccer. That sounds like no, soccer. but like, it's like <laughs> just you, they put uh, spits through actual humans. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. This like goddamn paper style. I just kind of looked. I didn't try to play because I'm accident prone, and it was a little bit after my thyroid surgery. So I was like, gotcha. I'm not trying not to hurt myself. Um, before I, you know, was even more injured like I am now. Yeah, just... uh, but the, the hungry, hungry hippos look very dangerous. It was like those junior high like carts, the rolly ones. And so we have one person that has like a little basket, and he gets pushed out to the center, and you try to scoop all the balls. Another person's pushing them by their feet. That's like, oh my gosh! Really <laughs> yeah, fingers gonna get smashed. It looked dangerous, but kind of yeah. fun. And lots of beer involved. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot of beer. Okay. Yeah, I like the idea of the uh, the human. Uh, Foosball, like they're all strapped to like a gurney and they're yeah. lifted in the air and then just spun. They can't do anything. They have no people control. People on the, each side just it's like, like it's like Hannibal Lecter, yeah. like yes. <laughs> just Levers. a giant crank <laughs> spinning them. No spinsies. <laughs> I would like that version. That's, Everybody um, has to look the same too. Yeah. It's like human foosball. It's like a family of septuplets that you get all on the spit. <laughs> have you guys ever been to Oktoberfest? I have not. not like the real one. I'm poor. Or well, they have fake ones. They have bootleg Oktoberfest. I mean, it's like they, you know, uh, Tambourine has one. <laughs> it's called August Fest. Yeah. Uh-huh. They usually That's do a, it. The worst joke. In October instead of September. I've gone to Rocktoberfest and Toyotathon. Is that the same? Toyotathon. <laughs> Happy Honda days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I almost spit that out. You guys are talking to. Back to back Tracktoberfest best dressed. Oh, nice! Yeah, Track Seven Wait, track, track, Tracktoberfest. <laughs> yeah, I best wore dressed. Um, yeah, the second year I technically only won because they separated into men and women, and I was the only woman. And oh. then the last time I went, there was a dog that won, so I was robbed. Um, <laughs> what do you wear? A dirndl. I only wear hammer pants. I don't know what a dirndl is. Yeah, my my boss used to call it a grundle, and I had to explain no. to him. That's <laughs> no. not what a grundle is. <laughs> this is a taint. <laughs> yeah, no, a dirndl's like the the German dress, like you know. You oh, oh, yeah. Did you do your hair all up in the things? So my friend did like the little crown braid. I've learned to do it since. Um, my my little sausage fingers can maneuver around my hair. Uh, yeah, so I'm pretty good at braiding my own hair. You know, not to brag or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you got two time best dressed Toyota th- Toyota Fest. <laughs> you have every right to brag. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Did you go to Sacktoberfest when that was the thing? They did it for two years and then they like went bankrupt. Uh, I know there was one at Turnverine for a little bit. Was I've been to that one? No, there was one. It was um, before they built all the apartments uh, on what they call the Bridge District. Okay. They had um, it was called Sacktoberfest. Oh. And it was just a mess. What? Yeah. No. Well, like the the first year was like just one day. The second year they had they actually went and did three days, and it was just like there were rides like they went all out and they then they couldn't do it because they didn't have more money (laughs) (laughs) the real one there was like one brief shot of the real one in this movie and it just looks off the hook just huge tents it's a dream of mine to go one day i'm probably have to pee in a bush somewhere like i feel like you can't like where are the bathrooms 
I'm like trying to plan, like, you know, in my dirndl, like, there's a lot of peace somewhere. She's like, no, tickets will work themselves out. Plane ride will work themselves out. I got to strategically plan my pissing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's that's true. what it all. Yeah, you got to plan it. Uh, I think one of my favorite stories I ever ha- heard was uh, one of my friends went on a first date and she wore like a jumpsuit that was a onesie. Uh-oh. And they went out like. Or a romper. Yeah. And they like went out and they're like walking romantically through the park. And then she's like, I have to go to the bathroom, and there's no bathroom nearby. And she just runs to a bush and like unzips sure. it. Get naked. And he like comes over and she's like, Get away from me. I'm shitting. <laughs> That's even worse than I expected. <laughs> No, that's like uh, every woman or most women um, have had the time where like you have to pee and you're in a romper and you basically have to get naked because like you have to, you know, sometimes you can't get the shoulder and like I've almost peed myself several times. Yeah, sure. I I didn't completely pee, just a little drip. Yeah. But not like a full pee, just a few drops. But like then there's like the women's restrooms, you can always see the cracks. Like someone always looks in there and like, I'm just naked, peeing, stop looking at me. Right. It's always a thing. I get naked anytime anyway <laughs> when I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, yes. Straight and it's really weird mode. at the urinal. That's when it's the most weird. I lo- There's nothing like walking into a urinal and seeing a guy with his pants just at his ankles. I'm like, wow, come on, <laughs> man. Like, really? Whoa. This is how you do it? Is this weird for you? You're, you're, just, you didn't learn. We, you can't tell from context clues there's other ways to do You that. can't piss in hammer pants without taking them all the way off. Because the I don't know if you've seen... The belt part rides up here, and then you have suspenders mm-hmm. that go over. You have no shirt on, so you're yeah. just already topless when you take that down. You've got to roll it so you don't want to mess with the pleats. Yep, yep. So then it's around your ankles. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. That tracks to but me. But then I don't want it on the pissy floor, right. so I just step out of it. And hang it up on the suspenders. Yeah, My suspenders, yeah. And then you're just walking around you free-balling it. you do quick exercise in. Yeah. You just stretch it like this. You wear underwear under your hammer pants? Why would, why would he? That doesn't make sense. You never ask an Irishman what he wears under his <laughs> hammer pants. It's not much. The, it's see, just, they're just regular pants. The hammers, what's underneath them. And uh, Yeah, ooh, oh. dick joke. Dick joke. Hey, we're talking beer fest. And by the way, if you think this... this Diverting into bathrooms means we can't come back. We certainly can because there's a bathroom scene. This movie takes place in the bathroom. It's uh, yeah, it's a big because if you're doing a beer fest and you're doing a lot of chugs, you're gonna need to use the bathroom. And it turns out everybody needs to use the bathrooms all at once, and that's how we crack the code. It's actually a key scene to the movie. How do you crack <laughs> Das Boot? The, I love that there's a sign like, "There's no way to do this. There's no way to do it." Oh wait, things circling drains. Oh, the very basic <laughs> scientific principle. <laughs> That's I don't how know if you've heard it. it, but the bubble came up when I was trying to take a sip a little oh, bit ago. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a thing, right? Oh, it's real. Yeah. Like, here, let me. Let me show you what's up. Oh, yeah, yeah it came out. I just saw that You got to do that turn. <laughs> you got to do that turn. Oh, boy. Yeah. We I, lost Paulina. All right. I tossed the boot I was drinking out of. I started trying to drink out of some Jimmy Choo's and just didn't work. Just wouldn't hold it. Went into the just open right toe. through. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So the problem with boots. How did that How did that tradition start? Like a glass boot for to drink out of? I don't know. I haven't watched all of the uh, that Netflix series because I didn't realize it was actually in German. What Netflix They started Oktoberfest. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, they... Beer and Blood or something. 
Damn it, that doesn't sound tasty. Yeah, <laughs> like that sounds appetizing. That's exactly what I want to think of when I'm watching this. Yeah, I started it and I did not know it was like actually in German. I thought, <laughs> like, and I was like, oh. <laughs> um, so I got through like maybe an episode. I don't remember now because now I've just watched a bunch of other foreign stuff, mostly crime things. So yeah, you know, now I'm ready for German. <laughs> you got to work your way up to German yeah. crime. I, I watched a, a Belgian uh, Netflix series about a jury. It's pretty good. I forgot what it's called. <laughs> Recommended. Check it out. Belgian <laughs> yeah. juries. You got, you got it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Are they as bad as our juries? I guess is the question. It like went into like their personal lives and like oh. some of them had one of them had kind of accidentally. Well, he didn't kill him, but he found him, and then he didn't do the right thing. You know. A uh, member of the jury. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the guy. You For them, this juror is on this exact decisions. murder case. He's like, yeah, yeah, I just found him and just walked away. But uh, yeah, I'm impartial juror. That's me, <laughs> impartial <laughs> juror number one. That He's guy's just sitting guilty. there like this. Like... <laughs> <laughs> that guy's guilty. He's guilty. That guy right there, you have. Who, who is he? Yeah, he wasn't. He has proof that he was not even in the country at the time. He's guilty. That guy. That guy right there is guilty <laughs> for sure. The guy. Yep. Don't look at me. The juror who saw the dead body and did nothing. That. <laughs> And justice was served. <laughs> I don't know. Like German as a language, like it's just so like harsh to me. Yeah. Which yes. I know, like I, I don't know. I can't judge someone else's language, but it is aggressive. Like sure you can. I feel like I a German lullaby would not put me to sleep. I would be scared. Like you know, I just I don't know. Of all the languages, German kind of is the most aggressive to me. The scariest I've heard. <laughs> Yeah, I rewatched Fish Called Wanda recently, which okay. is a fantastic yes, movie. Lovely movie. And one of the running gags is that Jamie Lee Curtis gets real hot when Kevin Klein speaks Italian, and then what's his name, the guy from Monty Python, John Cleese, doesn't know Italian, but he starts speaking Russian, and it gets it gets her even hotter. And I'm like, that that <laughs> that sounds like he's ordering someone to be murdered. Well, he is Russian. That's exactly. anti-Russian. All right, <laughs> go. I think it's okay to uh, say, because it's a foreign sound, right? So it yeah. sounds like very harsh. Plus, we're probably raised, and this is probably the racism part, we're raised with our most common German stuff as being Nazi programming on TV or something like that. You know, we hear German accents from bad guys in movies. Yeah, and Hans TV. Gruber. Yeah. Yes. Right. The best bad guy of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's only movies that teach us that Germans are bad. That's the important thing to take home. Only the yeah, movies. real life doesn't teach that. Yeah, not at all. No. Um, but also, Russian is very harsh. They even have a uh, symbol that indicates hard sign. They have a thing that's called a hard sign, like pronounced this more harshly than you typically would. That's a real thing ah. in the Russian language. I took uh, Russian in third and fourth grade. You know, like you do. In third and fourth grade? Are you kidding? Is that a joke? That's not a joke. That's a real thing that I did in Seattle, Washington. We had a Russian teacher. Was there a big Russian community? No, it was a weird... So when um, the USSR fell and Uh it became like Russia again... They like reached out to schools and districts to try to like become sister cities. So we had a sister school in Russia that was like oh. they would come like once a year and like that's amazing. Do like a like a show for us. But yeah, we had a Russian teacher and it was I definitely faked my way through that uh, by memorization for the alphabet. I can do the whole thing still. I can't tell you what any of these letters look like, but I can go A to Z. Not a problem. Uh, <laughs> including hard sign, soft sign, yuri. Uh, but there's also a build. There's a ha, 
sha, sha. Those are three separate letters that are go. So like, there's, it just gets harsher and harsher. Um, so yeah, it's just a harsh sounding language and it's by design. My second and third grade teacher, I had her for both grades. Mrs. Ashizawa uh, was a Japanese lady who taught us French. And I can still remember those French phrases. Comment allez-vous? But I don't know, like, my girlfriend's phone number right yeah. now. Uh, right. <laughs> yes. I can still remember that useless shit. Yeah, my school didn't have, like, foreign languages. I mean, I went to school in Rwanda, so, like... Right. Like, like American Fest, so... <laughs> you're not sweating it either. No, I never went back. I left Rwanda in my dust. Yeah. Uh, you're... Like fifteen miles away, you're like yeah, in the dust. <laughs> I mean, but it's like a long fifteen a, miles. Yeah, like, you gotta, you can't accidentally end up in Rio Linda. <laughs> you yeah. It's so work. ironic. That's beautiful river, right? Uh, oh, yes. yeah, yeah. And they <laughs> don't, speak, but they say it like with country accent. Like I don't know if you've talked to people from Rio Linda. They talk like they're from the south. Yeah, they're like yeah. Rio Linda. I'm like, where do you get this? Like <laughs> California. David uh, Cross has a good bit about that. How that that accent translates oh, yeah. all over i'm from augusta georgia i'm from bozeman montana <laughs> yeah i'm from newark new jersey hey i'm <laughs> from like... uh, el paso texas what about it <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite part when he's like it doesn't it's the only accent like no newark accent translates yeah. somewhere else like hey, i'm from uh, el paso texas <laughs> that person doesn't exist <laughs> i love that it's a good it's a good album david Krause, shut up you fucking baby uh good album Probably a few things that like, yeah, it's not the best, uh, but still pretty funny. Be funny your light. Yeah, <laughs> the sun, the sun is setting and coming through my window. Like you look like the, I don't know if you've ever watched America's Next Top Model, but that's like thank you. you. Find your light. <laughs> find your like your angles and your light. Yeah, find your light. No, I've never seen it, but uh, I, I have been told I should be on it. There are people that are always saying they're like hammer. You need to be on America's <laughs> Top Model, and it does. And when you're doing, when you're ducking down, you're also getting like a seductive look. Like, is this where my proper light is? is this... <laughs> you like this place this great on a podcast in this light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it yeah. translates well. Yeah, I yeah. wish everyone could see this yeah. and imagine you in hammer pants. <laughs> uh, so the point is that uh, Beer Fest, it's a movie. We watched it. <laughs> There's going to be some people who are like, love this movie. They're going to be like, those fuckers barely talked about it. Yeah. There's not much to say. There's not much I to mean, say. There's drinking games. There's a... Ram's chugging. You know, Gam Gam was a whore. Like, yeah, there's yeah. not much. But she's a sweet old lady. Your grandma's a sweet old lady who did not live a life before you were born. Oh, she did? Yeah. And she warms up sausages with yeah. her bare hands. There's a lot of applause. I'm so glad episode. that kind of trope is dying in comedy. The whole like just women's sexual activity as a as a punchline, just like she's an older person who is very sexually active. Okay, great. There's nothing inherently funny about that. Well, I do but, like that at the end. She's like, "Yeah, we all do things to get through." Yeah, she's like, "I'm not ashamed of it." <laughs> exactly. But they still play oh, it yeah. off as a joke. Yeah, they still I play don't... it off as a joke. But at least there's a little bit of. Okay, we all have our struggles. Like, you got to do what you got to do in this world, and she's not she's not ashamed of it. This isn't even the most slowing Cloris Leachman has done, though. She wasn't she on Facts of Life for like the last two years. 
after Miss Garrett know. when they moved it. Do you guys remember Facts Live? I'm dating I mean, myself. I watched reruns of it because I'm very young. I don't know if you know yeah. this. And I didn't have a I'm TV like... until the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> so, pish pop after, to you. So, Facts of Life did that thing that old sitcoms do where like they, they run out of ideas, so they just totally radically change everything. It was about girls uh, being together at a boarding school. I know one of them was named Joe. Yes, that's true. And then, the, like the last two years, they opened a boutique in somewhere, and now it was set, it was like a workplace sitcom, and they all moved together to this boutique. Oh, Close designing women! It was, yeah, it was like designing women. <laughs> Carry on. Anywho, I was just saying that was a worse taking that gig was worse than taking Beer Fest. Well, that was before she won an Oscar. Beer Fest was post. I mean, obviously, much later after her Oscar. What did she win the Oscar for? Well, know. She's in uh, Young Frankenstein, so she's. It was I mean, like she's in. in- Oh, I yeah. think like the late 70s something. It's her so best supporting actor. Before, that's not before she won the Oscar. Oh, wait, you're right. Just kidding. I know facts. You're life. young. <laughs> I'm like almost Generation X. I was just like born at the end of the 80s. <laughs> I like the way you say Generation Ox. <laughs> I recently found out that um, millennials and Generation X are fighting over um, your hair part. Because Generation X thinks side parts are like lame, um, but I've been parting my hair in the middle for a few years now. So. Oh yeah, you yeah. want those middle parts, huh? That's the cool Me way. Or side parter. I'm a side parter. The middle part looks yeah. terrible for me. I feel like and I... also Gen X is trying to get rid of um, skinny jeans, and they're trying to bring back the mom jeans. Mm. Everybody's trying to bring back mom jeans. That's always happened. I'm not. Don't do it. Always. Don't do it. As long as low rise jeans don't make a comeback. Oh. Bring back those bell bottoms, baby. I don't know why you guys are uh, trifling with that canvas material. <laughs> Get rid of denim and go billowy. Uh, oh, yeah. Feel free. Get <laughs> enough material to make a circus tent. Just <laughs> feel that drift in between your ankles yeah. as you walk. Does it circulate upward? What do you mean? The air? The airflow? Yeah. 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 yeah it gives you a nice cool on your grindle. Uh, what's your <laughs> boss's name for it? <laughs> Girdle. Dirndl. Gurndle. Gurndle. Yes. Durndle. We did it. The One... grundle anyone can have, right? It's not a gender. It's a gender neutral no. term. Yeah. It's just between Durndle. stuff and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ken dolls are all grundle. <laughs> there's no there's just a slightly uh, creasing of the of the grundle. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, 
challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Oh, uh, this is a beer podcast. I forgot to say this. Uh, that's right. That's how I get out of things. <laughs> My sudden insights. Uh, I'm so good at nobody even noticed that cut. Nobody noticed the shift in direction or tone. This one, uh, actually, because it is beer fest, they kind of, and they do a beer fest and they go to Oktoberfest. There's a little bit of actual real, real beer in the world. Yeah, yeah. they showed um, a lot of Spaten. Yeah. Right. And Francis Conner. Francis Conner is so good. That's like yeah. an all time favorite. Like, those are really good. Like, Spaten Oktoberfest is delicious. It's like, a very mild one, very nutty. And then Francis Conner just, it kills. I love a Francis Conner. You hand me a Francis I mean, my- Conner. My favorite's the Hacker Shore. Oh yeah. OG, but like, you know, it's slept on. People don't people don't talk about it. They I'm don't these beers up. Hacker they Pish- are real. Ha- We're not making ha- up names. Hacker Pishore. <laughs> yeah, it's P S H O R R. It's P S C H O R R. Oh, there's a C. You know, and there might be two A's in hacker. You know. Does Francis Conner make anything but Hefeweizen? Not that I'm aware of. No, but it's so good. Drunken song. Maybe a Dunkel? Maybe. I think they, they got two or three, but yeah. I didn't know we were bringing up Dunkles. Yeah. Dunkles yeah, next Dunkle, to the Grundle. Dunkle for your dindle. There we go. Oh. <laughs> These names are great. Francis Goner Weisspire. Doppelbach Optimator. Oh, yeah. Optimator's oh, great. I haven't had it in so long. These are all wonderful beers you should go seek out. These are like... If you've you guys a, know so much about beer. beer, we should start a beer podcast. Uh, well, yeah. it's too late. It's in this rambling mess that we're doing. <laughs> what are you talking about? This has all been completely fluid. Uh, a lot of fluids, honestly. <laughs> so about about them monkey chugs. Yeah. It's, every game they play is really just quarters. There's just different versions of quarters yeah. forever. And then like a and few chugs. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm so bad at drinking games. Yeah. Like, I'm not coordinated. I do not play like people are like oh just for fun i'm like no i get too aggressive and competitive when i play games and so if i know i'm gonna be mad <laughs> i'm not gonna put myself in that position yeah. like if it is a physical like we're gonna play some some football something like i'm not good but i will tackle you <laughs> like, <laughs> like You're going flag down football, flag football in high school i was tripping dudes like just, <laughs> 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 like they're running past me and like boop Boop. Um, so like, you know, I'm, I'm not that athletic, but yeah, just, I get really, I get really competitive. The yeah. trivia knife, don't take me. I get, yeah. I get mean. I have the same problem. I'm very bad <laughs> about like, I'm like not competitive unless I end up in a competition. I'm like, oh, I'm super competitive right now. I don't seek them out. But when I'm in them, I'm like, oh man, I got to destroy everybody. I'm gonna, If I lose, someone's going to get their feelings hurt. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Like I was in a trivia team that I would I would like go to trivia every week, and one of the teams had a former Jeopardy winner on, which seemed unfair. Oh shit! And so like every like three weeks we'd beat them. I'm like fuck yeah, fuck you Jeopardy boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got. I nothing. used to go at um, Limelight. They they had trivia night there. Yeah, I haven't gone there in a long time. And our team name was Smegmata, which I thought was like <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> you know, if you know, you know. But, like, we had, like, a four-week streak, and one week, um, this team, like, one of the guys, like, 
good job with your cell service or something. Like, he like tried to say we cheated. Yeah. And I like started like yelling at him. <laughs> like my friends had to like, no, no, it's not worth it. It is. <laughs> I was, uh, she he will tackle you. I remember one time I was at uh, the aforementioned track seven and there was a bunch of, I was like hanging out just getting a beer and there was a table like to my left or maybe they're on the same table. That makes more sense as to why I'm like ear hustling on them. But they were like all former Tower Records employees that were like get, getting back together for the first time in like 10 years. And they're talking oh, wow. about this guy. They're like, oh, what's he doing? They're like, oh, he's doing trivia stuff. I'm like, I know this trivia guy. That's my trivia master. Right. And they're telling <laughs> stories about all these pranks that he would play at Tower. <laughs> and so the next time I went there, they made a reference to um, this thing he would do. He could, he could like pretend to be their man, like the store manager. He could like mm-hmm. impersonate him really well. And he'd all, and there was this guy that would always come to work kind of like unclean, like unshowered, not really good hygiene. <clears throat> and when you put a new a CD in a new wrapper, it's called beautification. You know, okay. like put it in a new case because it's cracked or put it in a new whatever. It's called beautification. So he would get on the in, intercom and be like, John Burkhart, please report to beautification as the oh. manager. <laughs> and so no. the next week, my team name was John Burkhart, please report to beautification. <laughs> <laughs> and then when because he'd score him between rounds and I just like watched him like a hawk like to see when he saw my team name <laughs> I was like I just want to see when he sees my team name and it's, as soon as he sees it he like jerks up and like starts looking around and I'm just staring at him he's like <laughs> fuck who have you been talking to who have you been talking to <laughs> it was great used to work at um, Tower Records before I was born maybe when I was like a baby who did? two of my sisters wow yeah. Back in the day. So you have sisters that are like, we're adults and you're a child? Oh, yeah. My oldest sister's 20 years older than me. Nice. Have we not gotten into this? I don't think, I think so. We've, I think we've heard that before, yeah, Ben. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Oldest, Did I forget things? I'm bad. I'm sorry. My four oldest sisters are, um, they're all a year apart. So, like, my oldest sister's 20 years older than me. even 19. Yeah. And then, then there's another sister and then three brothers and then me. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, my oldest niece and nephew are three years younger than me. So when I go out with my nephew, like I'll bring him the beer stuff, and people are like, "Is that your boyfriend?" Because my boyfriend's black, and they see me with a brown guy, and like, he's half, he's he's half a quarter black. But like, they're like, oh, "Is that your boyfriend?" I'm like, no, they don't even look like. How yeah. dare you? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just a weird, a Pe- weird thing. People make really weird uh, determinations when they see two people of dare i say a different gender with you it's like come, yeah you, you stepping out of your girlfriend like no this is a friend i'm allowed to have a friend <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know if you know have you, you've heard it's allowed it's not illegal or anything you can just I do mean, that i get that a lot with like beer stuff because my, my boyfriend doesn't drink like beer is like my thing right so i'll go to beer events i go to people know me just through beer stuff like that's the only time you see me like are you sure you have a boyfriend like you're always with like this filipino guy i'm like oh it's my best friend like we drink beer together <laughs> like yeah but yeah i don't know it's or you go to beer events and they're like oh your boyfriend brought you to this like, you have to yeah. you have to sit up sit through for him yeah you're like no i, I like beer I, yeah, I no i'm actually like working here um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh remember going out places guys remember, <gasps> man do i remember places? when you could get jammed into a room with hundreds of people from other countries and just chug beers out of dirty glasses and, yes. and scream and at each other and just scream where spittles just everywhere remember you could just do that and, you could and that sp- was just the theater at uh, that he saw beer fest at. yeah <laughs> but uh, you could also you could pack five guys into a 
beer keg and roll it into a giant room full of rich Hot. people, rich white people, only white people That's allowed, nobody else, night. white people, white people, white people allowed. Um, <laughs> this movie has like a real issue. Uh, eyes wide shut shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just packing was, five guys into a barrel, rolling them into a room full of people, white people. Yeah, just just as hot. This movie's just as hot as High's White Shot, which was um, not hot. Uh, I think Kubrick did the original cut of this. Uh, <laughs> it was, he came up with the idea after he filmed the moon landing. Everyone knows this. <laughs> All right, we got to stop talking about that. NASA <laughs> and the NSA are going to be after us. Why? It's been and the NSA is your only listener for this podcast. <laughs> It's been 60 years. We all know what's going on, NASA. Just come out with it. Nobody cares anymore. We don't even we can't even leave our houses. Why do we want to go to the moon? Hey, you know what? What it's time the moon came to us. How about that? Yeah. How about how about moon? Stop by us sometime. Okay? I'm tired of being the only friend in this relationship. As someone who's been mooned, I don't I don't want it. See, we're talking about a different moon. This is a totally different. Take it the wrong way. <laughs> Paulina's like, no, I've seen it. It's a giant ass in the sky. I've seen it. Sometimes <laughs> there's hair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. Trump I don't want it. it. Paulina, that was a pressed ham that you saw. You just don't want to eat sandwiches anymore. The moon. I love fine. ham. <laughs> I knew it. No. I... <laughs> Rest ham is when you moon up against a window, right? Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. 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 Oh, it's I called a ham. That makes a lot of sense. I've never had the up against a mirror or window. I've had like bear. Oh, just just dropping trow. That's the bore. That's the most boring way to do it. Your shirt's flapping yeah. over. You got to lift your shirt up. Um, it's a whole my, thing. So my brothers were all wrestlers, and so like you know our parents would pick us all up, so I'd have to wait at wrestling practice with them. And so sometimes like with the freshmen, they did something called um, an atomic setup. Have you heard of this? No. So they'd have a guy laying down. And they like put a like shirt over his like forehead, covering his eyes. You have to try to push through it to like do a push up. Or a oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like they'd have like you know one of the strong guys on the team, one of the seniors do it, and like oh it's so hard to do. And they go on the freshman. Oh, here you try it. And so they put like a shirt over his eyes, and he's like struggling to sit up as as much as he can. They get the fattest guy on the team to like drop trout, just bare ass, and they let the shirt go and just like face right, right into it, but. <laughs> The and movie that's Sleep- this movie. They do that in Sleepaway Camp. The movie Sleepaway Camp. They do that, and I was like, "Fuck!" I just watched uh, a nine-year-old kid put his face in another nine-year-old kid's butt. I was like, I shouldn't be watching this. This is like a Larry Clark film. Yeah, it's traumatizing. That's terrifying. Well, I never had to do with that. Thank God. Oof. Yeah, I I just watched it happen. I'm like, Whoa. you know why? Because you never went to Beer Fest. Speaking of Beer Fest, Broken Lizard <laughs> made a movie, guys. They certainly did. And boy, did that movie run long. Did you know the movie's two hours long? It's two hours! I, I like, didn't. I thought it was like an hour was 32. Like, isn't this almost over? It wasn't. It wasn't almost over. It was so far from being over when you thought it was almost over. I mean, the even scene? like when the submarine scene, I was like, okay, oh, well, here we go. Almost We're over. Halfway. <laughs> it wasn't. The scene when they first set it up, when they go and first meet the Germans, I was like, this scene is taking five times as long as it needs to. This movie's going to run. Oh, it's two hours. Yeah. I just, I clocked it right then. Really? It took me a while. And I was like, I'm surely almost done. And I think it was that, that submarine scene. I'm like, oh, 
nope, there's a lot of this movie left. And what'll happen? They do kill uh, the guy from Psych, which is nice. You know, we all want to uh-huh. do it. James Rode. You know he's a lot better in A Million Little Things if you haven't seen it. It's delightful. I haven't seen it. I feel like I might. Oh, yeah, that's the... Uh, that's the show that's kind of like that other show that everybody likes. It's, yeah, it's like This Is Us, but yes. with black people. Well, actually, This Is Us has black people, but like more. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's, they're the same show. I remember I was like, wait, yeah. did they recast this show? And my girlfriend was like, no, it's a different show. I'm like, it seems like it's the same show. Not, this one's Friends. It's yes. not Family. So right. I watch both, but only one has ever made me cry, and I won't tell you which. It's This Is Us at the end of every episode. <laughs> That's the whole point of that fucking show. Oh my god, it's when William point... died, my heart. When you're crying. Yeah, it's like, it's been a long week. This is the end of it. Let's just get it all out. I every... need to cry. You know, we've all been there. It's not just me. Yeah, I just look at my bank account. That's all. <laughs> So I like I like that the diet like three days after payday like paid up and go oh yeah I'm rolling money yeah. then I'm like paying bills and I'm like oh wait yeah. <laughs> oh no it turns out I'm broke no I don't look at my bank account I just look at how much like uh, people who play Fortnite make online <laughs> <laughs> like those Twitch streamers yeah I don't they understand bank. that I don't get it I thought you were like Gen uh, Q no I'm still a millennial but I'm just like a young millennial. Like, I was too old for Spongebob, but, like, no I, I kind of saw it. <laughs> Nobody's too old for Spongebob. Yeah, no one. Uh-huh. There's no such my thing. My kids and I watched that on the same level. I was like, this is brilliant. <laughs> and my kids are 22. I'm Cork <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have kids. I just paid some people to come over and watch it with me. You found them in the alley with the boot. <laughs> I just don't want them to be weird when I'm watching Spongebob. You, strangers, strange child, come in my home. Don't tell your parents. You just lean out your window, you shout, who lives in a pineapple under the sea? And if somebody yells back, you're like, friend for life, get in here. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I do enjoy, Jay Balvin has a song that samples the Spongebob theme song. And it is a delightful jam. Jay Balvin? like Spanish music. Okay. I'm going to take that as a you don't. (laughs) Don't know. Don't know. I'm not familiar with much. Okay. <laughs> Why are you twisting your mustache like a villain? I said, I'm not familiar with much. You're getting more German as this goes on. That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to von Kaiser the shit up. <laughs> Twirling my mustache. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
is there anything else we need to talk about about this movie? It's, I, uh, like it just... I think we put a tail on this kite, Ben. Okay, perfect. Uh, so, uh, were there any things we've each seen it before uh, this viewing? Is there anything that you didn't remember that stu- struck out to you as like, oh, this is a thing I don't remember happening in this movie? Uh, good, bad, uh, no real reaction. Just like, oh, that's an interesting. I'll say, yeah, I'll say the like picking out people who are now that I know from other things. Like like Will Forte, I don't know that I would have known who Will Forte was exactly, but now you can. I like I like doing that when you come back to something and you're like, oh, this is one of their first roles. They probably knew each other from some comedy show or something like that. But and, and I will say we didn't talk about it, but I wouldn't say never watch this movie. It's you'll laugh. There are some laughs in this movie, but it's 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 overlong and um, sophomoric of sophomore humor. Yeah. It's definitely something like if you've had a few drinks to watch, like, you know, sober watching isn't quite as enjoyable, but yeah, it's very long. Yeah. I, I There weren't any scenes that I was like, I kind of, as I watched, I'm like, oh, okay, I remember that. I remember that. Like there was stuff like random stuff, but I, like, I remember the workout with the kegs. Like I remembered that, mm-hmm. but it felt like that took so long to get there. Yeah. Because I just, I kept remembering, like, oh, yeah, no, this scene hasn't happened yet. This one hasn't happened yet. Like, that's how the movie felt, like, long for me. Because I kept thinking, like, okay, this needs to, like, I didn't remember Landfill dying and then replacing yes, with the brother. I did forget I that. That's that exactly what, like, did that... my setup was exactly to get to this point. <laughs> did I okay. Remember, is this a Mandela died? effect? Is that what, <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah, I did not remember that he died. And then they replaced him with another one. And I love that it's kind of a fun little writing trick. Like, he already told me all about you guys. So it's like, we can just pick up where we left yeah. off. On no introductions. I'm just going to just call me him. Just call me Landfill. And we'll just move on with our lives. Like, <laughs> sounds great. Let's do it. I, I was like, that's pretty funny. That's a pretty funny, clever way to do that. Like, kill him and then bring yeah. him back. <laughs> it's like instead of Phyllis Gill. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then he, he takes the wife, too. That, not as funny. No. But, like, you know, he just took his entire life and then she's like quickly just has already has a picture of him and then just sweats it out <laughs> yeah that was the only thing i really like i was like i really don't remember that happening but yeah. i'm i'm not confident enough to say that didn't happen the first time i watched it yeah but that's the, the mandela fact you know people are like i remember this i'm like well your memory's bad yeah right exactly that's all that is but uh yeah or you misread something a million times because you you read it, and you're like, I know what that says. I can kind of skim past it, like Berenstain Bears. Uh, you're like, I know what that says. Berenstain, I know. It's like, oh, there's an A when there's supposed to be an E. Oh, boy, my life is ruined. because uh, you couldn't read cursive as a child. Yeah. Or you assumed it said that because it's called Berenstain, and they're bears. And you thought they were Jewish I, bears. Yeah. No, I'm serious. They were two different spellings. I swear I, to God. I, I, I had the to be fair, Corky, I also am with you on this. But, <laughs> but also... <laughs> I, that, I know it's the biggest example, but... And you know what else I have in common? Uh, this movie is internally long, and Berenstain Bears books were way longer than you think they were. They took forever <laughs> to read. They they I look don't... like they're like, you read them in five minutes. They're like an hour of time. There's so much in those books. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I read them to a, one of my nieces. I'm like, Jesus, is this still... I timed my yeah, 43 Christ, minutes. Just get to Hogwarts already. <laughs> Like, this I mean, is a I, I remember story. having them as a kid, but I don't remember like any of the books, like the plot line. Like I don't. It was really simple shit. Like they're moving, yeah. Bears, uh, bears moving houses, or uh, Junior got a bad grade. Halloween's scary, it's really but it's really fun. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Camping, know. it's I, stressful, but like at I the enjoyed end, more of like the Shell Silverstein books, oh, and yeah. just like the short poems and stuff. <laughs> yeah, classic. Those are great. 
Those are great. I love them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I still have them. And I have like, um, he had one, Uncle, Sh was it Uncle Shelby's ABZs? And it's like a weird, like, kind of activity book. Um, huh. And there's like something about pouring sugar into your dad's gas tank to feed the horse. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Some pissed off dads. Kind of dark, um, but it's really good. They are dark. Shell Sarasian stuff is pretty dark, but like it's memorable. It's fun. It's what like the the drawings are great. Let's talk about anything but beer fest on this episode. I mean, yeah. <laughs> give people what they want, then take it away. You'll get what yeah, we let's give you. Do... <laughs> A reading of Cynthia Sylvia Stout won't take the garbage out. Just <laughs> sit back and uh, oh, I'd like to petition for Jimmy Jett and his TV set, if you'd be so kind. <laughs> Where he turns into a television because he watches it so much, and it's encouraging you to not do that. So one time this, I guess he's like, considers himself a comedian. I don't know if you know him. I'm not going to name drop anything. He was a friend of a friend, and he posted... A ripoff of the Shel Silverstein poem about the person with like that covers their face, and then they pass the other person that covered their face. They never knew. Like, I don't mm. know if you remember that one. Mm -hmm. It's a really short one, but it's like they had like a blue face, so they covered their face, and then they passed someone else that did the same thing, and so they never knew that they, there was someone else like them because they pretended to be something else. Gotcha. And so you had like a, it was almost verbatim, but like you changed a few words. Like it was a really bad plagiarism of it. And I commented, I was like Shel Silverstein, and he deleted my comment. And I was like, mm, no, so I followed him, but now I see him pop up and stuff every once in a while. I'm like, mm, you're not funny. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Alina's settling old scores. Yeah. Watch yeah. the fuck out. Look I'm here. a Shell Silverstein stan. <laughs> well, you know, he wrote for Playboy and had some really weird uh, opinions about women, but okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he also like did a jazz album with like, I forget who. And he also has so an album dude. Jim Morrison and him would get drunk and do drugs. <laughs> I, I remember getting like some where the sidewalk ends from the library at school and then looking on the back and you see Shell's face. And you're like, ah, that's the <laughs> scariest thing. Here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he is a terrifying looking man. Yeah. yeah. He's all beard and what no if, hair. What if Mahatma Gandhi was a nightmare? It's kind of <laughs> Shell Silverstein's look. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, beer fest. Yeah. Yep. Uh, beer fest. Yeah. So speaking of how things look... Uh, we already talked about directorial choices, but we're we're at an hour and change. Let's just go ahead and get to the end of this movie. The movie ends in a in a uh, desperate double dog dare you. Let's do this chug again, uh, but this time it's all DOS boots. Ten DOS boots, five per side. The CGI beer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Looked atrocious. I mean, you can't yeah. train an actor to chug a beer what i don't know like yeah it would be un unreasonable unsound unadvisable to chug to drink this much beer. yeah it's not they would never pass any anybody that's giving you money for insurance for your filming would never Why be like can't you just do apple juice something it's hard to yeah. chug a lot of liquid but in just general. yeah just a lot of liquid in general but that but still you can die from drinking too much water do you not yes. remember the local radio station killed uh, someone yeah i do i do remember that yeah, but it's 2006. We've been doing bad CGI since at least 93. 86, we've been doing bad CGI since 86. But this was like Windows 98 graphics. This was this real was bad. Bad. Desktop. It was the entire budget of the film. Yeah, yeah it's true. 
Cloris Leachman's like, don't pay me, just put it into the CGI, but just make it look <laughs> Make sure those chugs look great at the end. The the <laughs> dynamic chugging that wins the respect of the Germans back. Uh, make sure that that and gets, gets us, I think, do they get the rights to the brewery? Is that what happens? Yeah, they. it was for the recipe. The Germans get the recipe, but the Americans get the brewery, I think, okay. was the stakes. See, but that, that's the whole, like, why people always look at the generational wealth so much. Yeah. Mm. You owe they me this. business at home anyway. Yeah, they were doing people. fine until they got railroaded by the Germans, who are bad. Bad people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sometimes do Austrian things and go on submarines. Yes. it's a, This is a movie we watched, and thank you for listening to us talk about it for a few minutes. Uh, do we even need... I think I started with, like, let's do the cast, and we never even got any further than Jay Chandrasekhar directed this. <laughs> I only know uh, so Jay Chandrasekhar yep. and uh, Kevin Heffernan. I know his name, yep. and then the other guy I only know Eric Lemmy because I looked him up to see if he was Jewish or not. It's Steve and Lemmy, you I, monster! See, I didn't even get that right. Yeah, Will Forte. Will Forte's in it. Yeah, uh, but na- name the take oh. three guesses at the other guys in Broken Lizard. Right, I would never, I would never um, know this. Larry <laughs> Smith. Um, James Brooks, <laughs> James L. Brooks, Smitty, yeah, and then also name their characters. Name besides Barry Bandernath and Landfill and and Fink. Name Fink. any character in this movie. The, I don't know the brothers' names. Yeah, I started putting yeah. in. I put in Kevin as a placeholder because I paused and we came back to it. And I'm like Todd. His name's Todd. Um, I will say that's kind of a recurring thing for us where like we don't know the characters' names in movies. I think the I problem is we don't tie it with anything memorable. Like, is this Todd? Yeah. This is a boring intro. We'll name his name at a point where it won't matter to you. And, also, his name is Todd? Yeah, and then Jan. You know how your parents are always like, we're going to give one a good, strong German. You're going to give him Jan, and the other one's Todd. Maybe it was John, and they just pronounced it wrong. It, I don't know. Uh, so the Germans just... We know we all know Baron Wolfgang von Wolfhausen. You know you want to mm-hmm. you want Wolf in there as much as you can. But then there's also Otto. Anybody who plays Otto? Anybody want to know who plays Otto? Will Forte. It is Will Forte. Thank you. <laughs> was that a guess or was that? It was a guess. Shot in the dark. Uh, 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 there's also Rolf, Gunther, and of course these ones are memorable. Uh, Hamaka, Schlammer, those ones are memorable because they aren't deduced memorably. So those ones are fine, but they're actors you wouldn't know the names of. And then the guy that took them to October, or they met after October, Schnellbissen? Yeah. They couldn't even agree on how it changed every time they said it. Yeah, and you're like, but does it matter? It doesn't. Schneedelvas. Schneedelvas? Yeah. But does that matter? It doesn't. It doesn't. He died. Yeah. And nobody, like, they're like, oh, he's dead. And that's the end of, oh, no, poor one out for and or whatever. <laughs> oh, you know what? We forgot to mention in the cast, Willie Nelson. Yes. <laughs> Got Willie Nelson on board for Potfest. How hard do you think they tried to get David Hasselhoff in this? Because they're like, hey, Germans love Hasselhoff. Mm. Don't hassle the Hoff. You I only ask like once. I wouldn't be above it, though. No, he wouldn't. And alcohol? <laughs> he's like, yeah, right? man. Sorry. Get him a sandwich. Yeah, he's like, not laugh at <laughs> man's fighting some demons. Yeah, it's like he's trying. I'm trying to get away from that right now. Like, but also maybe lean into it. 
Oh, I've seen the video. He could not be leaning any more possibly into it. <laughs> I mean, is that better or worse than Kiefer Sutherland jumping on a Christmas tree? What's this? I don't know. This You've video. never seen that one? No. Oh, yeah. What? Kiefer Sutherland. I forget what he says. Like, he says something to the camera, turns around and like jumps on the tree. <laughs> I keep like, them. This is Jackass. I need to look it up. <laughs> um, I, and I didn't know about it until um, I told someone I was accused of hotel staff of jumping on a Christmas tree one time. And I was blacked out. So I was didn't know if it happened or not. <laughs> I might, I'm finding videos that he made like homages to it too. Yeah, like, it happened. You got to lean he into says, it. He says, David he, says something like, he, says, he says, I'm a pirate or something. And he turns around. <laughs> I trust you to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm like, is that better or worse than the sandwich on the floor? That's what I'm. Uh, it's definitely not worse. That's yeah, one it's of not the worse. The sandwich on the floor because his daughter narrating just <laughs> is the worst. <laughs> it's so sad. It's really depressing. All right, we got to end on a high note. Yep, I'm trying to figure out what that would be. Uh... <sighs> Is that it? Did I find it? (laughs) (laughs) That was a note. It's appropriate for the movie we watched. Yeah. There should have been more burp humor. There wasn't that much burping. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you drink that much beer, you're burping. Like, especially you are. That's the thing about Oktoberfest. I bet it stinks. Oh, I'm sure people keep themselves. Beer farts. Oh, all the meat. More meat. Dale. I mean, I'm down. Yeah. I'm I'm down for some more meat. Still gonna go. When I went to Oktoberfest, I definitely ate a Strangel's pretzel. They left it on the table and I ate it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a full pretzel or half-eaten pretzel? I don't remember. Oh, boy. Look, I've, it's been a long time since I just like drank with Reckless Abandon in public. That's true. Um, yeah, we've all done some reprehensible stuff. I mean, it's not the worst thing, you know? Like, I don't yeah, I'd yeah. Eat the pretzel on the floor. <laughs> Sorry, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but would things have changed if he was eating a pretzel on the floor? Would that be like, like, oh, look at him, just all the way driven to the end? It's not the pretzel; it's the mustard that is the bitch about eating it on the floor. It's kind of you have to lick it off the ground. I mean, not if it's in like a little dipping cup. Yeah, the floor is just one big dipping cup, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, once uh, you're down, once you're down there, you're down there. Once Everything you're down there. there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think if I've eaten something off the floor, which I probably have. I don't think I have. I mean, there's the five seconds. Not like rule. while I'm on the floor, but I probably pick something up. And yeah, for it. sure. I, I pick it up. I probably did it like two days ago. I dropped some toffee. I'm like, do you know what? Still good. I know. I know. I just cleaned these floors. This is going to yeah. taste like cleaner. So honestly, I'm doing great for myself. <laughs> <laughs> cleaning the My inside. insides are spick and span. Yeah. No mm-hmm. COVID here. I'm drinking bleach. <laughs> I mean, I did drink bleach one time, but like it wasn't that much. Yeah. And like it was diluted. It was fine. I just had to drink a lot of milk and cheese because that's what they told my mom to make me do. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, one of the punishments you would get for being bad was like if you said some bad words or whatever, you had to drink vinegar, you know, so your mouth would know what bad things taste like. I like vinegar. Right. My stepsister eventually started just like pouring herself glasses of vinegar to get used to it. <laughs> so it was oh. no longer a punishment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking, guess what I'm doing, mom? Drinking fucking vinegar. <laughs> Come at me. Oh, oh no. I got to yeah. drink vinegar. Guess oh, what? It ain't I, a punishment no more. <laughs> I love it um, now. <laughs> my mom has like a remedio or like a medicine. Um, I guess like drinking like 
olive oil like cleans out your insides Mm -hmm. and so she made me i think i was probably in high school at that point um it was like uh maybe eight ounces of beer and then some olive oil and like chug it and i was peeing out my butt all day (laughs) that's what it does it cleans you out but it's like just a slick like it just slides everything through you it's not coming out it's not coming out the front. When you use olive oil, it's not a frontal ejection. Somehow we went lower than David Hasselhoff on the floor. It was um it wasn't my fault. I'm on that slick shit. <laughs> I'm just Mexican moms have like weird things they do for you. They grew um this thing called yerba buena, which means uh-huh. good herb. And it's uh-huh. kinda minty. And just for any pains, you just chew on it and like you know, I don't know. Like you have toothache, you pack it in there. Mm-hmm. Earache. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They grew in the backyard. We used it all the time. And a you lot felt of Vicks. I mean, I have cancer. Are you blaming cancer on these roots? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm not. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> I'm gonna. Just, I'm not a scientist. It seems scientifically unsound rationalization. No. no, thyroid cancer is usually caused by radiation or like iodine issues. Oh, hmm. Hmm. what radiation was it going in your power? I had a lot of x-rays because I had a jaw surgery, oh. a 700 bite. So I'm okay. like, maybe they didn't cover. So oh. ask, for, oh, ask for a thyroid cover when they do mouth x-rays. Pro tip. Okay. Just like bother your dentist. Like, hey, because they do it every they're time. Do it. Every time you're in there, they're, they're like, they're going to do x-rays. I'm like, oh, God, again? Yeah. Get a thyroid cover. All right. Well, look, we didn't learn a lot on this episode. <laughs> you had to really stick around for the... But at least we took a long time to get there, right? Yeah. yeah. We didn't learn a lot, but at least we did it slowly. Yeah. Just like the movie. Oh, hey! yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is one of the few episodes where we come in under how long the movie was. That's important. <laughs> That's a win to our listeners. Uh, one of the most beer-centric movies we've done because yeah. it's nonstop beer, but they're mostly fake beers, but a few good classic great beers it didn't make me want to drink oktoberfest beers which is weird because they're like one of my favorite styles of beer because there's so much variation like the light caramel and the amber and so many different flavor profiles uh you know thin middle level a little thick viscous one they're a lot of fun they're fun beer to drink uh and they're not particularly alcoholic so you could have like two or three styles and be like yeah now i've had a little tasting and i get to anyway that didn't i didn't have that feeling at all watching this movie i had no desire to watch this movie with a beer or anything yeah i didn't either um if anything i was just kind of like oof yeah oof. just made me want to go to a party or you know just a bunch of uh an oktoberfest did it i mean i did yeah. miss the oktoberfest scene i was like i miss yeah. being people and like drinking with like friends and like yeah not necessarily like strangers because i hate most people but like some of them are okay yeah and like having four or five people you go get drinks with that sounds fun not for a yeah. year sure. every day but you know listen to some pompa yeah it'd be good yeah sure yeah i miss drinking in public me yeah. too I, I honestly don't actually it's very strange but uh, <laughs> excuse me i mean my so right before, so everything kind of what they, we went on stay at home orders March thirteenth last 13th. year I think yep. I went to Capital Beer Fest right before, um, and I was still in my knee scooter because I was recovering from my ankle yep. surgery, and then I went to uh, Moxa did their Pink Boots release, so I went to that Nick's Taco, and that was like my last time like really like going out before everything. That's a <laughs> bang though. That's going out on a bang. That's yeah, Nick's like, Taco. Like, that's that's, you, you did it up. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was like a uh, part of Capital Beer Fest went over like a little hell thing. So I had to like, <laughs> in my scooter because it, it doesn't have hops. It just sounds like a different time though. I mean, it sounds yeah. like a different era. It feels era. like forever ago. I don't even know. I did a show at Sackyard when the NBA shut down. It was the Kings game on TV, and people were like, "We want to watch the game." Like, we have a comedy show, and like the game's canceled. Like, oh, I guess we'll stay for this comedy show. <laughs> I was flying back from uh, Florida when it when it all kicked off. Like, we were wondering if our flight was gonna get canceled. Yeah, we but we got like the one of the last flights back, and then the world changed. Yeah, I was in talks to do my 125th episode, which was going to be filmed and like be really cool with a brewery that we are drinking here today. Herbert. Almanac. Almanac. Oh. Yeah, I was going to get them an Admiral Malting Goat right next horns. door. Yeah, we were going to do them with Admiral Malting, who's right next door to him, and yeah. do a video episode, kind of a fun, like, hey, here's us at Almanac's brewing area. Here's us at Admiral Malting's malting area. And then here's us in like you know, the tap room drinking beers with our customers and it'd be like a fun series. And then, uh, then this hit. And, and now you've been chugging beers alone. Yeah. So I've actually, I jumped from episode 124 to 126 as a placeholder. I'm like, I'm going to come back to this. And it's been a fucking year. And yeah. <laughs> I have not even like, somehow we still ended up sadder than Hasselhoff on the floor. <laughs> We're all just <laughs> lamenting COVID. We did it. We're the worst. worst. Beer Fest 2025. Maybe it's a thing we can do safely. Well, they canceled real Oktoberfest last year, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They probably canceled this year. And if they didn't, I'm like, I'm not going to go to that one. I'll I'll wait. I'll wait a little bit. I'll just, I'm just never, never hurts to double check. That's an arrested development joke. Uh, you're welcome. I'm bringing it, <laughs> you, because remember Jay Chandrasekhar, whose name I can say I now, like I told you I could, uh, <laughs> directed those episodes. Okay. This movie's fine. It's too long. There's funny parts. It's too long. Just, yep. Nothing really happens. Like they drink a lot of beer, hijinks ensues. If you're in college, sure, watch this movie. Is that fair? Yeah, I think it's fair. I mean, I was in high school and I enjoyed it. So I think college and younger, the demographic. If you're as old as this, as old as this movie, which is 15 years, oh, totally watch this movie. If you're 15 years old, which you shouldn't be listening to this podcast, stop listening, turn it off, <laughs> rewind, take back this hour and a half of your time. But uh, if for some reason you stumble across this, which YouTube won't let you, um, they they now flag my episodes as 18 and above. Uh, Good. Which, to be fair, I'm like, if I could select that option. Because you're censored by the liberal mainstream. Is this because I'm a white male? (laughs) (laughs) It's not to do with my content. I know, it's so funny. (laughs) Beer Fest. We did it. Yeah. Yeah. Where where, where can people find you? We're going to do more Leonard Maltings. We're going to keep finding movies with beer in them. Tell us about them. If you know of one, you watch them. We're like, there's a lot more beer in this than I remembered. Tell us. Sign to those uh, DMs. But uh, Paulina, where can people find you if they want to know more about you, about uh, Pink Boon Society, all that fun stuff? Yeah. I'm on uh, Instagram, Ola Paulina, uh, Sacramento Pink Boots Society. Just started brew days. We just did a brew day with uh, Flatland and Flaker. We have a few more coming up in March. Um, we've got some new glory. We've got Tilted Mash, a few others. Uh, look at our social media. A lot of cool stuff coming up. Super exciting. Socially distant brew days. And Corky McDonald from the Dare Daniel Podcast. Where can people find you? At Corky Knievel on Twitter and at the Dare Daniel Podcast. 
A lot of good stuff coming up. And uh, I'm Ben Rice with the Barley and Me podcast. You can find me across social media at Barley and Me Pod. Don't forget to check out my new basketball and beer podcast with Phil Webster. It's called Please Dunk Responsibly. There are various handles depending on your social media platform. Go find it. Please Dunk Responsibly. It's an easy thing to spell. Responsibly. R-E-S-P-O-N-I-S-I-B-L-O-I. Also just started a uh, engineering a new podcast called It's Crazier in My Business. You're not going to hear my voice at all. I'm just recording, editing, making sure it goes smoothly. Check that out wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, this has been episode six, five mm. of four? Leonard Malting. Four? Three? Four. This is our first episode of Leonard Malting. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back with another beer movie at a time that we so choose. See you in your hammer pants. Bye, Hammer. Or without your hammer pound. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for listening. That's what I merely meant. We're, thank you. Bye. We're leaving. Stop. Hit, hit stop. And I'll also hit stop. <laughs> One of us will hit stop. It will be the, it's a little, uh, it's a game. Who, who's going to hang up first? No, I love you more. <laughs> <laughs> hit stop on your podcast app. It's We've gone. How did you not already do? Bye. <laughs> They're waiting for the Marvel credits. They're going to stand up and applaud after this. <laughs> I'm Sam Jackson. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.